0: As we continue our journey through Advent, the prophecies of Isaiah continue to be unfolded and today they get very specific. We are told in no uncertain terms by Isaiah just how we will recognise who the Messiah, the promised one, is when he appears among us and we will recognise the circumstances that will bring about his arrival. We hear who he was. He will be one on whom the spirit of God rests, the spirit of wisdom and understanding of knowledge and fear of the Lord. He will judge the, uh, the poor with righteousness. And then we hear the circumstances in which he uh, will arrive when the whole created order is thrown upside down. We have wolves and sheep lying down together, oxen and eating hay just like, and lions eating hay just like oxen. It's all these things that will be discovered when we know that the the Messiah, the promised one, is coming. Now, looking back at that reading from Isaiah, in the light of the incarnation, we know it has been fulfilled when Jesus comes among us as a child in Bethlehem. But back then, it was still yet to come. And we hear the arrival of John the Baptist in today's gospel, proclaiming the pending arrival of the Messiah, the promised one. By the time John the Baptist was about his work, however, the prophecy of Isaiah had been thoroughly domesticated. It had been restricted to something that the people of the day, the Pharisees and the Sadducees among them, were to expect. And their expectation was what they wanted the Messiah to be. And they had restricted it basically to being someone who had come from the root of Jesse, from the house of David. He would be a secular king who could get rid of the Romans, who could restore Israel to its rightful place among the nations as an independent country that is focused on the covenant with God and God's people. That's what they wanted. Were they in for a shock? Because that's not what God sent. As we look back now in the light of the incarnation we see exactly what happened and the message that John the Baptist proclaimed as we hear was was forceful and forthright and it would have been something that those who heard it rejected because it wasn't fitting into their image of the Messiah. No wonder he got a little outraged by what they were doing and we know how well it ended for him don't we? So we are reminded by our readings today that when we look forward to the second coming of Jesus, which we do during this Advent season, we are to be expecting something that God will send us, not what we want. We expect the Messiah, but the Messiah that comes at the second coming will be God as God chooses to deliver God to us, not how we want God to be presented to us. And it could be different than what we think. In fact, chances are, God being God, it will be radically different to what we think the Messiah should be. We know that God has fulfilled the promise with the coming of Jesus in Bethlehem. We know and we hope that it will be fulfilled again at the end of time. But until then, we need to remind ourselves constantly, day by day, that what God gives us will be what God deigns to give us, not what we want God to give us if we go around creating our own messiahs if we go around creating expectations of what God should do for us then we will be radically disappointed we are called as faithful disciples to be open to what God will give us not what we want So as we continue our Advent journey, as we prepare to celebrate and remember the fulfillment of that promise for the first time in a small town called Bethlehem, let's be prepared to receive God as God chooses to give himself to us and not how we want God to give